Hi, I'm Courtney. And I'm Corey. This is the Get Hired Online Podcast brought to you by PostStatus, the show where we talk about careers in the web industry. From customer support through company founders, we'll learn about job roles, technical skills, and hiring needs to get hired online. Hey, welcome back. This is episode four. Courtney and I have been, I think I have been, my mouth's been watering getting to this one because this is where I think a magic happens for someone looking for a career in any field, but specifically with WordPress. But today's episode four topic is start a project. What are your initial thoughts, Courtney, as we say that? Uh, The old saying about the cobbler's kids has no shoes. In WordPress, a lot of times people forget that your project, your demonstration of your skills is having your own website and updating it. Yeah. So, you know, when I, when I think about starting a project, I go, I love it because it's, I come from some design circles in the past. I was a newspaper journalist in my first career, but I, I actually did a lot of layout, editing, layout design, things like that. And so I still try to dabble sometimes in design, but, you know, artists and creative people always talk about the portfolio, but it's kind of a thing. I know you teach bootcamp, you've taught bootcamp, you know, students and things like that. But I think this is the best, one of the best pieces of advice is start a project that can be seen by others and put it out there in a the wild. Because, you know, we had people over the years that had college educations and came in and would talk about their degrees. And I was like, I, I think that's cool. I, I prioritize education, but I'm more prioritized learn and grow uh, and teach and share. But building something, it's one thing to talk about what you do. It's another thing to show what you do. And that's why I get like giddy about this concept. Absolutely. I remember attending a WordCamp. Gosh, this might've been 2014 or something. Chris Lemma spoke specifically about sharing what you know. And I feel that this is something that over the years we've seen waves of people sharing a lot on their own sites about what they've learned and how they've grown. And sometimes where we get a little quieter, I have found so much insight into digging back in time and looking at how do I do something? I found so many good resources on people's sites. And when we can consolidate that information in a way that is presentable, other people get the value, but it reinforces to ourselves what we've learned as well. And a lot of people say, oh, I already solved this before. And when I went to Google to look for how to do the thing, I found my own site. (laughs) So um, giving yourself some pointers to look back on and by just simply writing and doing the task, it reinforces to ourselves, reminds ourselves how to do this and practicing that communication skill, being able to write a blog post and document your process and what you're learning. You're going to be learning how to use WordPress while doing it and also reinforcing the other aspects of what else you've learned along the way. Uh, That is not even our advice. That is like scientifically proven. When you teach something, you learn it better and showing off your skills through a blog. And this is what something everybody can do, Courtney, that's listening. Uh, We'll talk about, you know, code projects for developer types in a minute, but, you know, I, I mentioned it just a second ago, but it's a mantra of for life for me is, learn and grow, always be a learner, always be 
you just because you got that degree, just because you graduated college or got a certificate or got the new promotion doesn't mean you stop learning and growing. You always, if you want to have a great career, you got to always be on the learning and growing track. But the second part mantra, we did this at iThemes and I do this now in my personal life and professional, every professional project and all my team members, learn, grow, teach and share, because that is the way one, like you said, you learn, but you show off your work and I love it for career advice. And when we're talking specifically start a WordPress blog, I love this because it, it bundles everything in one little thing and mm-hmm. you can get found. you got a home where people can come find you, your resume contacts you think about, you know, mentioning they've got a job opening for you or whatever. It's a way to get your name around. It's the reason why I'm here, sitting here talking about this today. I started a blog in 2006. Uh, it happened to be a blogger blog at first. And then I switched over real quickly to WordPress, but this is absolutely awesome career advice. It doesn't need to mean, by the way, Courtney, that you have to, you know, blog five times a day or do 5,000 word posts. It's not even that at all. It's just put it, put enough of yourself for someone to get to know you a little bit better and what you're capable of doing for them. Don't you think? Absolutely. Synthesizing the information is a school teacher trick from long ago putting all of what you write or putting all of your ideas into a written form or a documented form can absolutely be valuable, but it, again, doesn't need to be long. You might have one short thing that you learned that day. Document it before you forget it, because then you might forget that you learned it. <laughs> and we talked about in episode three, uh, essential skills. And one of the ones we talked about a lot is communication. And the subset of that is writing. And when you're able to write and synthesize, like you said, something, uh, you're building a skill set. There's another benefit to starting a WordPress blog. Uh, So what else? What have we missed? Well, we should probably explain how to start a WordPress blog. Uh, In order to start creating or writing on one, you have several options. Your first option, if you say, I want to start writing, but I have no money whatsoever to put towards this investment. There are still options available for you. This is a great place to actually suggest something like wordpress.com. They have a entirely free plan. It's a little bit limited. You're not going to be able to customize the site, but you can certainly write posts on the site and get started from there. You can also upgrade or go to other hosts. I happen to work at one that I really like a lot. And so in those spaces, you can get into installing WordPress and configure the way that the site looks and the plugins. We've talked about themes and plugins in the past, how to maintain those things, learning those features, um, but just getting your hands into using WordPress, mm-hmm. you could do completely for free if you would like to. And then if you want to start customizing, there are a few other places that you can look to for that. And continuing to experiment and set things up on your site would be strongly advised when you're learning how to get into careers in the WordPress space knowing how to write your post, maybe how to set up the user profile, dig into some extra areas in the dashboard and make sure that you've seen all the things available to you. Start writing, show off what you've learned, show off all of your work, take pictures, upload them. If you like to record screencasts, continue to add those into your posts and then don't be afraid to share and get some feedback from those as well. You can post it to your Facebook or your LinkedIn, your Twitter, what have you. Consider 
your own website, your home. Do put it out there for the universe to find. You may not share it on social sites. Maybe Google will figure out how to bring people to you too. That would be great. But document the things that you're learning along with that. If you speak at an event, attend a thing, document what you've done there. Um, anytime that I speak at a WordCamp, I make sure that I put the replay of that inside of my own site and an area that I can refer back to. I also um, make sure that if I am learning a new thing at a WordCamp, if I'm there as an attendee or a participant, I'm taking notes anyway. That helps me to capture that information. Even if I don't really understand all of it yet, I'm documenting what I, I'm taking my notes in a public way. I'm documenting what I did at that thing. So that's another great way to continue to foster this idea of here's what I've learned and I'm going to document it somewhere. What a great way to, to get on the grid for influencers or people at companies that you admire and respect and want to potentially work with. Uh, I've seen it done to me and I've used those same uh, tactics and they're good. Like provide a service for someone in that sense to share and, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to stroke that you go a little bit, you know, someone thought my talk was worthy enough. Uh, we were just talking, Courtney, one of my dearest friends, I'm going to be meeting with him on Monday to one, catch up as humans. But second is get his advice on things. I actually met because I went to a conference, saw his talk title, went into the group, went into his session, loved it. Go, this guy's preaching straight to me and I'm loving it. Like I'm part of the choir here. Went up afterwards, introduced myself, said, hey, I would love to to buy your lunch, if at all possible, struck up a 10 plus year, uh, uh, friendship. He is a special human being to me. And because, and, and he's not a huge ego guy, but we all have that. Like, you know, just saying what I thought was good. And here's a little excerpt. I even had one time Courtney, uh, for the design folks and thing, I did a talk and somebody in the crowd did a little sketch note illustration of it and ended up sending it to me. And I was, that happened twice actually mm. to different people. And it really put people on the radar. Wow. This person's talented, like in the design side. So I love that advice and admonition you just gave, because I think it's, it's really good and true. I've also seen some interesting times too, where I think, um, actually Matt Mellonlake has done this a few times. He'll lift a quote from something that really speaks to him, publish the quote, and maybe append a few of his own thoughts to that same type of thing. There are lots of ways to document what you're learning or thinking about. Um, you can share the quotes or share videos that other people have and sort of journal out your thoughts that are related to that, especially as it applies to, if we're talking about getting into WordPress careers, as it applies to what, what idea did this spark for you? What insights do you have from this? Um, helping you process your thoughts a little bit further is also some of what having your own site is about too. Well, and this happened to me too. I just thought about this. If you're doing the recap, like you were suggesting to people or give some takeaways and you link the website, WordPress has this awesome thing called the ping back. Mm -hmm. So they potentially know. I actually knew someone was following my quick click publish challenge because they have a ping back back to one of my posts and uh, I've seen that used, done that myself. It's a great strategy. Okay, so this is awesome. I love this part. If you rewind this podcast as you're listening to it and go back to this, this is foundational. This is, if you're really serious about getting a career in WordPress, this advice that we're sharing with you is key. 
if you want to grow your career within WordPress, this is key. Um, I know so many developers and different people that blog on a regular basis or at least share what they're doing on a regular enough basis through even Twitter or LinkedIn or, you know, uh, their WordPress blog. And it's a way to keep top of mind. Now, this is this next one is your jam, Courtney, and that is <laughs> start or contribute to a code project for developers. I love this advice because it's great. You got the computer science degree. Cool. What can you do? I don't really care about that. I don't really care about the talk. It's can you ship code? And I think starting or contributing to a project is huge to show you can actually do what you're saying you're going to do. Yeah. So uh, a couple of thoughts that are there. The first one coming from a bootcamp mindset, we used a lot of the same projects in boot camps, they say, here is the pro in addition to maybe some video coursework or whatever, there are projects and a lot of the really common ones. If you're learning JavaScript, one of the bit most common ones is to do your own calculator project and change the calculator colors and some of the way the buttons click and some things. Those are very common types of projects in the developer world. So start thinking outside of the box a little bit when you interface with things that are common developer projects. If you're starting to learn some of those elements, try and get a little creative with what you're doing. And also I would say in the WordPress space, it's less important that you have every green box ticked on your GitHub con contributing anytime that you show activity of what you're doing in GitHub. In the WordPress space, it's more about demonstrating if you understand the community, if you understand how to update the things, if you could do the task inside of WordPress. But as developers, we know that we're probably going to want the revision control history of our content. So that's where GitHub comes into play. It's going to monitor all of those track changes that we needed to do. And it's a good safe place to store our code. So contributing your code into GitHub potentially forking somebody else's open source type of thing and modifying it slightly could definitely be a good thing to do. Contributing to somebody else's open source GPL license plugin could also be really good to do. So you can create all of these things, store your code at GitHub. Then what I would do as a real power tactic, take the code from GitHub. You could get the gist. The gist is Here's what's what's happening in the plugin and embed it into your site. So if you've created a plugin, great, document it, have it in GitHub, then embed that content into a post on your own site, describing what you're learning as you're going. So the idea there is that you've done the actual code work, but you also should be able to talk people through what you did and what you learned in that journey. So having code projects that are slightly different than other people, and in WordPress, a lot of us started our first plugin ever with Hello Dolly and forked it to change the lyrics or some colors or some things like that. Go ahead, fork it, put it on your GitHub profile. Um, then as your skills advance and you're talking through embedding this into your site, perhaps down the road, you might even decide, I want this as an option for people in WordPress.org. And you might choose to submit it to WordPress.org. Document your journey. Talk about, oh, I submitted it. Oh, I got feedback. I need to fix the thing before they'll accept it. Okay, I fixed the thing. Document that too. Write about these things because it's going to help other people in their journey. It's going to help you personally to retain and remember that information. And it's going to demonstrate to potential employers how your journey went. And 
I can pretty much tell you most employers don't, they may look at your GitHub profile and see that you know your stuff a bit, but in the WordPress space, it's not just about what's in your GitHub pro profile. What kind of projects do you have on your GitHub user account? The same as it might be over in other areas of web development. In the WordPress space, it's really hard to just say, um, show me what's in your GitHub repo without looking at somebody's live WordPress site. So if you're going down the designer developer track, it's going to be really important in those regards to have a live functioning WordPress site, perhaps have the thing working as a demonstration on those sites and document your journey as you're learning these pieces too, because that's going to be, I think, more what employers are going to want. Corey, you could probably speak to that on the, the side of the hiring. Yeah, it's maybe they don't look at your GitHub profile, but in a conversation, you can bring up this project. You know, the position you're looking at is heavy on JavaScript or uh, HTML, CSS, whatever that is. And you go, well, I have a project on my GitHub. Be glad to see you a link after this. So then you have a follow-up from the interview too. Mm -hmm. So like, hey, here's a project that you can see. A lot of the, the technical interviews, job interviews done, I've done, because I'm not technical in that sense, I bring a technical person into the conversation and want them to ask questions. And then you just have a backup to be able to show your work. Showing your work mm -hmm. is so key. Courtney, I have a specific story of someone getting hired, being fabulous. Now they're one of the WordPress core contributor team because he did this. We had wow. a project. We had a project. An e-commerce plugin project. He loved the project. He contributed. He built add-ons for it. He contributed code back. He patched things. We quickly go, why haven't we approached him about hiring? And uh, he ended, we ended up hiring him and he's grown. He's an awesome post status member. His name is Tim Timothy. Now he's contributing to the core because he did the same thing. He was contributing to our project. He started contributing to WordPress and he worked himself up there. And I believe, Courtney, this, just like you, this is the spirit of open source community is we contribute. We come in with our strengths, whatever they are, and we try to contribute those to others selflessly. Like we're not asking for something in return necessarily, but I promise when you give generously like this, contribute, you will get on way better than you can ever dream. It may not come in exactly the way you think it should or when it should, for sure when. But I'll tell you, I have tried to, over my career, focus on human relationships, building great, the best relationships I have. Courtney and I have known each other for, what, four months now because she did this. She pained me about a th something. We started going back and forth. Uh, an idea she had, a connection. We started the relationship. Now look what we're doing. <laughs> uh, so we're doing a podcast together and yeah. other things. And that is the spirit of open source. And I hope people will see, we're given two great ideas for this. One yeah. that anybody can do with a WordPress blog. Second is for, you know, contribution to code projects or starting a code project. Yeah. And with that same idea too, uh, contributing to core is good. You could also do a pull request if you're into development and you like that speak. Uh, you could pull request some plugins that are sitting in the .org repo. I remember for the events calendar, seeing some people that we're doing pull requests of our plugin and submitting some patches back where they could demonstrate, I know how to fix this bug that you happen to have. Would you like to accept this? I remember seeing people answering in our forums when we have public facing forums in Facebook groups as well. If you're doing that, 
on your own time and on in behalf of other companies and you're giving back, sometimes you'll get on the radar of those companies. Also, just documenting on your own site, in your own WordPress site, hey, I submitted this patch to this company and I'm documenting this now on my own site that I did the thing. That's going to, again, help the people that are reviewing your site. They may not dig through everything that you write, but having something like that out visible and available that says, I'm interested in paying attention enough is absolutely valuable. Well, Courtney, I think we've given some good direction in this fourth episode. In the next, we're going to be talking about community, which is really your jam and passion. I've been on, I have been in the community. I haven't led some of the events that you're going to talk about, uh, but I have dear friends in the world that do them. And this whole aspect of kind of this next level, how you break into WordPress, how you break into your career and have a great career uh, with community, we'll be talking about in episode five. Anything before we shut down for today we thought we we missed? Just if you start writing a uh, on a WordPress-powered website, share your links with Corey and I. Yeah. The post status Twitter account or Corey or myself. Um, Corey's at Corey Miller uh, 303. <laughs> yes. At Corey Miller 303. And I'm under my maiden name at Courtney Engel, E-N-G-L-E. Just leave us some notes indicating that I'm starting to write. I'm starting to write regularly. Corey's got a great challenge going called Click Publish that just prompts us to engage, I believe, weekdays, although it might be seven days a week as much as possible. Um, yeah. I'm going to keep it going. Do it. So I love that. We'll have these in the show notes if you miss them too, Twitter profiles for both of us, but please do. That's the best is when you're doing something. And then again, look, what we're telling you to do, what Courtney just said is, if you hate our advice, share it with us so we can promote you. Yeah. So we can say kudos and give you a high five. Yeah. Courtney, thanks so much for today. Uh, this has been fun. This whole series has been fun. I'm looking forward to the next time, which is we're going to be talking about the community aspect of that. And I look forward to hearing your wisdom and experiences with that. But thank you all, everybody, for listening in to this uh, Get Hired podcast. We'll be ne back next time. Hope you tune in. Thank you. Thanks, so.